0: 5. Quick Divrei Torah on the Parsha with Rabbi Gil, student of TorahMusings.com Mishpatim Number 1, is it yours? The Beis Halevi discusses the order of the parshas. Why does Mishpatim come before Truma? So the Beis Halevi at the beginning of Parsha's Truma explains, based on a Pasuk in Yeshayahu Nunvav Aleph, says, Shimru Mishpat Vasud Tzedakah First you have to do mishpat, and then you do tzedakah. Before you give tzedakah, before you give to charity, before you give money to anyone else, you have to make sure that that money is legitimately yours, that it's not stolen from someone else. So first you have to do mishpat, first you have to make an accounting and make sure that the money that you have is actually yours, and only then can you give it away as tzedakah. And therefore, Mishpatim, which deals with financial matters, that is a part that, as a parsha, comes before Truma, which begins with the story of the donations to the Mishkan. Because first, you have to make sure there's no theft in the money, that the money is actually yours, then you can donate it to the Mishkan or any other tzedakah. Number two, it's all about the money. The Torah tells us in Shmos Chaf Aleph that the punishment for injuring someone's eye is an eye. Ayin tahas ayin, an eye for an eye. The sages tell us that that means that if you injure someone's eye, you have to pay the value of the damage to the eye that you caused. Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky, in his Chazon Yecheskel Antanach points out that throughout Chomesh, wherever we see a sin and then a punishment, first comes the sin, and then comes a punishment. Mechalaleha mos yumas, those who violate the Shabbos, will surely die. Uma behemah yeshalmenah, if you hit an animal... Then you have to pay for it. So here too, he says, first comes the sin, and then comes a the punishment. The sin is ein. If you injure someone's eye, and the punishment is tachas ein, you have to, you're punished. You have to give something in exchange for the eye, which is money. You have to pay for the eye. So he says, it's in the pasuk itself that's it's ein, tachas ein. Number three. Who are you talking to? The Torah has a specific prohibition not to oppress, not to offend, or cause pain to a widow or an orphan. Lo Sanun. Any orphan, any widow, or orphan, you cannot oppress. And the very next passage says, "Im Anes If you do oppress, offend them, then Hashem will will take you take you to task for that. The Eisan the, HaEzrahi, in the back of his Chuvos on Parshas Mishpatim, he points out that the previous pasuk is, called, is, is in plural, kol almano v'yasom lo anun. you should not oppress them. And then the next pasuk, it says, im ane se se'ane oso, in singular, if you do oppress him, who is this him? And especially with, since we're talking about a widow, it should be a her. Um, so who who is this talking about? So says the Esan Hezrahi, if you offend, if you oppress an orphan or widow, you're offending, you're oppressing Hashem Himself. That's how personally, how seriously, how intensely Hashem takes this offense that Hashem Himself is offended on behalf of the widow and the orphan and therefore continues the Pesach that Hashem Himself will take you to task for that offense. Number 4. Don't worry, be happy. The Torah tells us that Hashem is going to take us into Eretz Israel, and if we don't worship idols, we only worship Hashem, things will be good. And Shmos Chav Gimel Chav Hey Va Vad Hashem Elokechem, and you worship Hashem Uveraches Achmecha Vezmecha. Hashem is going to bless our food, our bread, and our water will be blessed. VaHasirosi Machalamikir Becha, and He will remove disease from among us. Rib Itzala Voloshner in his Pe'e Kadosh Hashaleim explains the connection between a blessing on our food and the removal of disease. Says says Rib Itzalah, normally the doctors tell us that if you eat too much, it's unhealthy, it's bad for you. You'll you'll get sick, all sorts of diseases, and you'll be susceptible to all sorts of other diseases. However, says Rib Itzlah, if the food comes from a blessing of Hashem, then that food will not hurt us. It's a blessing, that food. It cannot cause us any pain. And therefore, food that is blessed from Hashem, uh, on that food, uh, on that food, even if we eat so much that we're stuffed and we're constantly, it will not cause us pain, it will not cause us any disease. Hashem will remove that disease because the food is blessed. Number five. What do we do? After Hashem gave the Torah, Ka'al Yisrael said, very famously, in Shmos, Chofdalad Zayin, Hashem everything that Hashem said, we will do and we will listen. However, that's not the first word that they said. Earlier, just a few verses before in Pasuk Gimel, uh, and the nation answered out in one voice together, and they said, All the words that Hashem said, we will do. How come before they said, we will do, and then later they said, we will do and we will hear? Maharam Shik explains that something very important happened in between. In Puzagdallat and Hey and Vov, says Vaych Tov Moshe has called Divrei Hashem. Moshe Rabenu wrote down everything that Hashem said. Rashi explains that Moshe wrote all the Sefer Torah from Bereshis until that point of Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah. Rashi wrote all. Uh, uh, Moshe wrote all that down, and then it said then. They brought some sacrifices, and then Moshe Rabbeinu Vaikach Sefer Habris, Vaikra Ne'haam. And Moshe took that Sefer Torah that he had written up until that point, and he read it to everybody. Explains Maharam Sheikh that initially people thought they heard from Hashem these commandments, all these mishpatim, all these laws, all these details. They thought that Hashem wanted them to perform all these rituals and follow all these acts. And they said, yes, they accepted that willingly. They will do all these practices and all these rituals. They said, nah, sir. But after Moshe Rabbeinu read to them all of the stories in Bratius and in Shmos up to that point, they realized that Hashem is not just commanding actions. He's also commanding beliefs. Immunos, Deos. And they, when they realized this, they said, yes, we will do what Hashem tells us to do, and we will believe what Hashem tells us to believe. Judaism is not just about actions and rituals, it's also about beliefs. And Karl Israel recognized that and said, yes, na'asev ishma, we will do and we will believe. <laughs>